0: Welcome to the Active Towns channel. I'm John Simmerman, and today I have something very special for you on the Active Towns podcast. We're going to be heading down to Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, to meet up with uh, Mario as well as Eloisa uh, with the aero program, which is using the bicycle to reduce social inequities. Uh, This is a fascinating discussion, so let's jump right into it. Maria and Eloisa, thank you so much for joining me on the Active Towns podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you, John, for inviting
0: us. Thank you, John. Let me turn the floor over to you both to introduce yourselves and your organization. So go ahead and take it away. You can flip a coin as to who goes first.
2: So um, thanks again for the invitation John, uh, my name is Eloisa, I'm a urban planner and uh, I work in Aramea Zero as a project coordinator and yeah I think Murilo will represent the institution so your turn. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, hello uh, my name is Murilo Casagrande, I'm born and raised here in São Paulo, São Paulo is a largest city from Brazil. Uh, and I also founder and director of Aromeia Zero Institute. It's a huge name, but we can also call it just Aro. That means ring. The but in Portuguese, the ring of the bicycle, we call it Aro. So Arumeia Zero It's a NGO that uses bicycles to promote more green cities and a more inequality, uh, a less inequality society. Sorry, a more equal society using bicycle. Yeah, that's our website. This is the Portuguese, uh, the English uh, version. And we are very proud to talk here in Activity about our organization, John. So the first project that I want to talk about, it's uh, Living Through Bicycle. And Viver de Bike, it's Living Through Bicycle. In English, Viver de Bike, it's Living Through Bicycle. And the course that we teach mechanics, entrepreneurship, and how people cannot just use bicycle to transport. Self, but also has a way of life to work and have their business. And we also have a very important objective that is to put more women, more black people, indigenous people into the business, in the bicycle business, in the bicycle way of life. Eloisa had a presentation that she did it in Velocity talking about that. So more than create new businessmen, huge entrepreneurships, the idea is to be more inclusive and more bring more diversity to Bicycle. We launched this project in 2016. And since uh, that, we uh, formed 105,000 people. And wow, we are very nice. proud about this project. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's fantastic. And Eloise, how did you get involved uh, with the organization?
1: I coordinate this
2: project that is, uh, this program, Living Truth Bicycle, has a project inside it that is called More Bike Parking Stations. And we, what we are doing now is to implement a model of bike parking station that create job opportunities in the outskirts through uh, this model of bike parking. So this is a project that is related to the Living Truth Bicycle and yeah, that's my relation to the institution.
0: And you had mentioned that this particular project uh, launched in 2016. How long has the entire organization been around?
1: It's uh, 2011, we made our first project in Capão Redondo. It's a very poor. Used to be more violent here in São Paulo, and we start doing something that we should make doing. It's collecting uh, used bicycles, abandoned bicycles, and building. They sell buildings, and then we take it it to classrooms, another NGOs, and then we teach something. About these bicycles, about bicycle. We can also, if you go, uh, the first project Eloisa uh, managed, coordinate here was Bicatona. Do you remember Elo this time? It's the, you have the Viverde bike, living through bicycle icon, then you have Bicatona icon, and then you have a, a small one with a some narrows that's called bike parada non rola. Or it's something uh I stopped stop bicycle, don't don't side don't don't circle. I don't know how to translate it. Sorry. That's our campaign to collect it, use it bicycle, adult ones, the big ones we use to teach mechanics, and the small ones for kids we use it at our project called Zero Little Wheel or Rodinha Zero in Portuguese, that's another project. And the bicycles that we can't use anymore, we uh, send it for, in a correct form to recycle. The tires, all the the parts, not just throwing away, but we uh, send it to uh, recycle. So after ten years, more twelve years, twelve years, sorry, collecting bicycle, we collected more than two thousand bicycle. Now we want to collect this year more than one thousand bicycle.
0: Fantastic. That's that is such a, a wonderful program. It's so it's so wonderful to see these types of programs. I'm familiar with these types of programs because we've seen them. I've seen them in other locations around the world. Are there other programs like this in other areas in Brazil?
1: Yeah, you can see uh, a lot of other organizations like Armeazero. Here in Brazil, we have the UCB. It's like the Union of Cyclists of Brazil. They, so we have it at, uh, in all over the country, in every city, another organization like Brazil. But what we don't have here so much, and that's something that we want to promote more, is the bike kitchens. I guess that is much more uh, familiar, and you have a lot of them in the North America, the U.S. and Canada. But also in the in, in Europe, all over Europe. But uh, here in Brazil, we what we see there is a lot of projects that just collected used bicycles, fix them, and then donated. Here in São Paulo, not uh, it's beginning uh, When we started, it was just zero and maybe one more organization that used to be that, but nowadays we can see there is a lot of organization collecting used bicycle and donating for kids, uh, mostly during the Christmas and holidays dates. But we are, we can see uh, much more people working with bicycle, and then we created a, a guide, called it uh, Auto Guide that we teach how people can make this kind of projects too like uh, how you start a campaign to collect the used bicycles and how you can make it happen projects like aro where you teach kids to how to cycle without the the little wheels uh, how you can teach mechanics and we also promote a street art festival called Bike Arte, so uh, we also talked how important it is to support the bicycle culture, not for just cycle and teach mechanics, but to make a more colorful and more security and uh, more green city, so that's not something that Aro created, I always, uh, Aro didn't create the wheel divide the will, but we it. some actions that we saw like the bike kitchens. And you can find a lot of organization and people doing a great job here in Brazil.
0: And I, I paused on this particular uh, screenshot here uh, on the website, just because I, I'm marveling at the, the, the flexibility and the scope of what you guys are doing. I mean, this is fantastic. You're talking about, you know, uh, social innovation that supports, you know, through training and financial uh, resources and ideas, projects and businesses that use the bicycle to strengthen low-income territories uh, in Brazil. I mean, this is like really, really powerful stuff. And as you mentioned earlier, looking at ways to make it more equitable and get more, uh, women also participating in 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 this this world, so it's not ju- not just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> let me, so talk a little bit about that. How how much of a challenge is that to get more and more females, you know, sort of integrated in using bicycles, or is that natural, or or is that you know happening in Brazil already? John, uh,
2: if you can present this PDF about the presentation that in Velocity, it's called Women in Cycling. Just because we brought here some data that is shocking, I think I was talking to Murilo that we have this context in Brazil that is really, there is a huge inequality between women and men in the cycling sector, and also cycling. Here, just to mention something, we have like just 7% of the people who use bike in Brazil are women, like 7%, it's, yeah and uh and also we have this context that we we still are really far away from understanding bicycle as a means of as a means of transport. Of course, we understand it, but we have like in sao Paulo that is the hu- the biggest city in the country, just zero point nine percent of all trips made by bicycle. so what when we look to the gender agenda, <laughs> It's we are really far away, and it's. And we also think it's really important to bring more women to our projects. And yeah, if you can go ahead, we have some examples here, and about how we do that. This is just some data that we brought about how is the women in the cycling industry. This is in the UK, and this the, the other slide brings how we are doing that in Brazil to mention it we have like in auto we try also to bring more women in leadership roles here and so our team is mostly made by women but we are we also try to bring more women in our courses and in our projects so like for example living truth bicycle that is this project that we didn't present before 54 percent of all the people are women, and it's it's still hard to get to have this number because sometimes uh, we have more men trying to do the course, so it's not easy to guarantee that we have women in them. And yeah, this is what we are trying to do. And here we, we got some examples that, from women that participated in our courses. So the next slide, it's about this group called Senoritas Cubiert. Uh, they work, this is a collective that work with psychologistics and they participated in our it may, it's, it's many of our projects. This photo is from Baikaton, this one about social innovation. And yeah, the other slide is, we also try to bring more women mechanics because we know that the sector is mostly made by men. And yeah, we have this picture here about Viola and she is a professor in the course so she's a professor of mechanics in our course. And the last slide is also to understand how we can bring more women in tourism, understanding that bicycle can be used yeah, as a means of tourism. And uh, this is a group uh, called Pedal, Pedal Preta. And here is also important that we have this intersection between the gender agenda and also the rational points, because it's a group mostly made by black women. And it's part of a project that we do in Macaé. It's a city in Rio de Janeiro. There are so many other projects related, but, uh, this group participated also in Bicatón, that is the social innovation marathon. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. That's the, the
2: scenario of it.
0: Wow. That that is really really fantastic, and and I see here too the the you know kind of who is help helping sponsor and backing the organization. You're getting some uh, some some backing. The other thing that I noticed is that on, on this one slide here, when we were going through the numbers, is that seventy um, percent of your staff at the uh, at the organization is female as well. I think that's such a huge point. Is we need female representation within these organizations if we expect to you know attract and bring more females uh, into using bikes for everyday purposes. The other thing that I'd noticed too is that and in, in, uh, we see this in, in cities in around the globe is that initially it starts out relatively balanced in, ten, in terms of gender when we're talking about children participating. Boys and girls alike you know, tend to learn how to ride a bike at about the same rate, but then the differences start to, to kind of creep in. Sometimes the boys continue to ride, maybe for recreation, maybe for sport, maybe for, for utilitarian purposes, but for, for girls, it drops off. Are you seeing the same thing in, in Brazil? Is that you know, they kind of you start off at about the same rate right, with boys and girls learning how to ride, and then they drop off. Or is it a little different there?
1: Well, what I heard, I, I hear from other women, it's maybe not not nowadays, but bicycle used to be a boys' toy, like a, a boys' game, like and girls used to play with dolls to play, like, you have a kitchen, have a little home. And, but it, I heard uh, a friend of us, Joe Pereira, she told me, like, uh, that always the, the the games from for boys, it's on the street, it's about to go away and discover the world. And then playing for girls, it's take care of home, take care of other guys. So it's nowadays when we promoted the zero wheel, it's very important to us to talk with the people who works at the schools and NGOs like it. that's uh, activity for girls and boys please don't uh, make something just for boys and people are less don't have so much resistance with that like it. It's all great. They talk to us. Oh, that's great that you are promoting that for girls too. But we can see, Eloisa told now, like when we open for a new class of living Through bicycle, maybe 8% of the people uh, who want to make the course are men. So we need to make more uh, communication and partnerships to give the idea like woman, everybody can cycle can work with with bicycle, so we are changing that but it's not an idea very common like uh, it's a lot of people still think like bicycle is something for uh, guys who are very strong and very athletic and that's very sad but we can see like uh, the Tour de France it's the second edition, I guess, that accepting women. So it's a huge challenge here in Brazil. And what we see that also very sad, John, it's like the idea that bicycle is a toy for kids. And when you grow up, you have to abandon it. If you are a woman or a boy. Like, uh, and that's something in, during the Adolescents, when the people are getting old, like they really want to get a motorcycle or a car because of their status. So we try to show that working with bicycle and keep cycling, uh, it's not something that you are not growing up. You are growing up with a different conscience, but uh, we, our projects try to show that for young people like living through bicycle it's a it's very sexy it's very hypey it's not just you are lunatic and you didn't grow up it for both genders yeah
0: eloisa what your comments on that as well
2: uh i was just thinking that we don't have this data but i have this perception that when we are children we have Less women cycling than boys, and I think it's because, as Murilo said, uh, this is really related to be on the streets. And when we have a context of really high social inequality, it's not safe for women to be on the streets. So that's why I think this is something that is different in Brazil and in other countries in the global south that maybe... Uh, since we are children, there is this big difference between women cycling and boy cycling.
0: Yeah, how much does poverty come into play uh, with that? Uh, because if if a family can't afford to have uh, multiple bicycles for multiple children, you know, is, is that a factor? I would think that it has to be a factor.
1: Well, uh, you have two things. In Brazil, the first one, that's it's very expensive, bicycles in Brazil. There's a lot of taxes. Years ago, uh, the bicycle was put in a box to pay tax, like toys, and toys are essential goods, like food or other things. So we have a very, very high... Uh, tax in bicycle that makes it very expensive. The other thing is it's where to keep all these bicycles. So we know that a lot of people living in poverty, in favelas, with very, very small uh, space. So you have like, everyone have a, a bicycle, can be a challenge where to keep it. But we also know and see how in this case, the bicycle are used for different, the same bicycle is used for the bed, go to work. And the children start to cycle in huge bicycles, like cycling inside the frame with a lot of ability. And that's a good, I, I love this picture of the kids cheering up, it's in a very small alley here in Sao Paulo, after a day where we promoted the zero-liter wheel, and children love it because they don't have the bicycles, small bicycle, 16 or 12 wheels at home. So it's uh, one of the schools that we did the zero-liter wheel projects. More than 19% didn't have a bicycle at home. less than 56 didn't know how to cycle because they don't have the bicycle at home. But when we started the project, we donated to the school like 10 or 12 bicycles and in three months, this number like almost double. When we, when we left the school after two months working for the project, like 70, 75% knows how to ride a bicycle alone. So that's very important to promote and to give this access, uh, access to bicycle. And what we see also is sometimes uh, the bicycle have a very simple problem, like the tire need to be changed or something, the brake, but it's also very expensive to make the service in a bike shop. So We teach that in Living Through Bicycle and we also donated for the school a small box of tools so they can have the autonomy to make small and simple repairs because that's another problem. To keep the the maintenance of the bicycle, it can be uh, expensive for a a lot of people here in Brazil. But we also see how bicycle is a... In the more poor uh, neighbors, it is still being a very important way to transport and work. So it's like it's something sometimes connected with poor people, but we try to show that's not just for poor people. And it's not a symbol of people who didn't make progress in life. That's very sad to see how the industry show cars and motorcycle. Motorcycling it's very used here in Sao Paulo. And how they try to sell that as a way that to raise your life. And and I love it last week I saw an interview with Amira, the Brazilian singer, and I love it that she told like I don't have cars. I can't have cars. I always traveling around the world. So if I get a car in every city that I live in, I could have a car. This idea for young people, it's very powerful. Because what they want, it's like a new car, a new motorcycle. And what we talk at our classes, it's like there is no problem to have car or motorcycle at all. But maybe try to think when have that, when you need to buy that. Because... Now you have to think about your future, maybe learn English, make a college, go to university, and car is very expensive. It's always be a expensive thing to maintain. So we try to show that and show, as I said, how bicycle can be funny, happy, helpful. So that's very important. And show also that when we make these projects, living through bicycle, we invited people like Yalini. We did the psycho the psychological day, the C day. It was something that we promote to see and show how delivering things with bicycle can be nice. It can be uh, more in diversity, and we bring the people from Senhoritas here, and that's at the. In the outskirts in, in São Paulo, so we show that it can happen. It can it can happen in the entire city, and we we can see a lot of women, a lot of black people cycling. So that's very very powerful to to show that for young people, young people here in Brazil. And we have a move also. It's the Avançada Mecânica, uh, I guess. And it shows one of the, the course that we did with Enrique Lancini. Enrique Vansini now, it's the biggest m- m- the biker that we have here in Brazil. And we did it, this course last year and it shows like it was 800 people for 10 places in the, 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 the course. So it was very... A lot of people want to know more about mechanics. And one last thing, today we don't have a public institution or a public course for mechanics, uh, from bike mechanics. And I heard it a lot, like the lack of people working with bicycle also helps to, we don't have more people cycling because uh, a lot of people... Uh, even with electric bicycle, the e-bike, if you broke your e-bike, if you have some problem, you can fix because of the lack of mechanics here in Brazilian marketing. So, what Zero wants, it's more than just Aru have this course; it's how it can be a public course in every school or uh, uh, universities i don't know have more we used to have this kind of course in brazil but more than 10 years we don't have anymore it, uh, it just in the pacto school that we are partner uh, we send some people that did they, they live in through school for the Park 2 school, but it's just Arume Z and Park 2 and another course that created these jobs here in Brazil. And in Baicatona, the innovation program, also it's very important because here in Brazil, the innovation contest and hackathons, most of them are just for startups. They are looking for the unicorn and blah, blah, blah. And it also don't reach this kind of people, like more uh, women or black and brown people, because it's way more uh, concentrated to people that has degree or something like that. So when we promoted something like bicatona, we are also not just promoting bicycle, but promoting innovation promoting uh, new jobs and new business for people that not included in this talk, let's, in these programs.
0: Eloisa, you were um, attending uh, Velo City, same as I was, in Leipzig, Germany, and you actually did, gave a presentation there, and, and part of it was really talking about this concept of the Urban Bicycle Hub. Explain what the Urban Bicycle Hub is.
2: So, John, we have this context before, I think, in the the first slides that we have already talked about because what we, our plan is to implement a bike parking station, but as we started, thinking about it and thinking about this context that is this place called São Miguel Paulista, which, which we have already shown some pictures of it that is in the outskirts of São Paulo. As we started thinking about and start planning how to implement a model of bike parking station, uh, we understood that we could create a model that it's not just for parking the bike, but we also can have other, other kinds of services there and create, therefore, our urban Bicycle Hub. And the idea here is to understand the bike parking together with other services, so uh, bike sharing, the bike shop, as we talked about, the mechanics. We also can understand this bike parking station and how can we create a model of financial sustainability and also have services like naming rights and advertising to support this bike parking as a free service, and also other like a fan and and other services together with it. And here in this model, what I think it's something new that we are really focusing in it is the psychologistics hub. and Because we have projects related to psychologistics in the territory, and we understood that as we create a space that has a space to to have like some kind of services as less mile done by bicycles or we have also this kind of service that is called uh, pick up and drop off that we can get a package there or send a package through this by this hub we can afford a service that sometimes it's not affordable in this kind of contest that is in the outskirts that is in the slums that is close to favelas and so on and yeah, based on it, we created this idea of a human bicycle hub and that's, that was the project that I presented in Velocity.
0: I love it. I love it. It's great because there's so many different uh, aspects to this. You've got, you've got the bike shop, you've got the cafe, you've got the, you know, it can be this uh, logistics hub. So it's more than just the, the bike parking uh, alone. So that, that's fantastic. If we were to give advice to uh, you know somewhere else in the in the globe uh, of getting an organization like Aero started, uh, what what would you say is the is the way to go about this? Uh, you know, it's been around since 2011 now, so you've you've made it past you know some critical milestones here it's clearly a diverse program. What advice would you have for a, a, a city trying to get this started? Uh, you know, maybe not even in Brazil, maybe
1: it's somewhere else. Something that we are, I think it's about that, maybe don't start, we have a, a problem, the lack of cycle lanes here in Brazil, in the entire globe. And before the cycle lanes, you can support the local group, of uh, the bike kitchen, the group of here in Brazil, we have a lot of pedal groups that people that get along to cycle one or two times per week just for leisure. But that's very important how we bring people. So, of course, cycle lanes are very important, but what we talk when we are talking to other seats or other people, it's about that support the programs first, like a program, it's a, a program that teach about bicycle at schools, a program that teach mechanics and help business to include bicycle at their business. It can be more simple or not so the same difficult that you had when you're going to build something in a city because you need money, a lot of bureaucracy, you have the haters, but when you do a program like to teach kids to cycle, uh, that's a joke that we do here. It's our Mark, the cutest program that we have. is zero little wheels, so nobody can be against teaching kids to cycle. It's that that kind of thing that that's no argument against that. Like, so it's maybe just take the focus in the program. Not, not the problem, the challenge of cycle lane, and because we also sometimes people ask for us like, oh, in my seat, we don't have cycle lanes. Can Arumea Zero or other people work here with bicycle? And we say that is we must work in this place that don't have anything, don't have cycle lane, don't have uh, bike parkings because there is a lot of people cycling for sure. But after that, and when you're teaching about mechanics, entrepreneurship, advocacy, it's something that we talk to about how you can organize it and claim for better infrastructure. But the first thing is, I guess, support these groups. And we are thinking about to find a group. In Arumia Zero. we make this decision to work it. To be an NGO that people work on that so we are not volunteers we choose we are not against uh, volunteers at all we believe it but uh, we felt like i just work with my zero my entire day like i have this privilege to just work with that it's not uh, simple and easy to get the salary but I guess that's an example that people can think about. Like, let's have some people working, have a salary, and not just the volunteer. I, I, that's very important, volunteer. But, but think about having this uh, support, so you can have more diversity people also working and being totally focused on bicycle. And another tip is don't work just with people who cycle. It's another thing that zero, Eloisa, uh, uh, it's an example, like she's, and you can talk, uh, Eloisa, about how much you cycle, but it's, we didn't work with Eloisa, we, did, we started to work because she's a great cycle, but because she's a great urban planner, a, a great person who makes a great work in, uh leading the program. And sometimes when we open a new position here, a lot of people work like oh, I love bicycle, it's my passion, it's my life. That's very important and that's beautiful and we need more people. But I don't maybe she or he is just a bike lover, but won't be a good coordinator or program coordinator or uh, something like who take care of your money, this kind of thing. So be more open to the kind of organization, how it can work with bicycle.
0: I love that. I love it. Yeah. And it's, it's so important too. You, you, you touched on a couple of really good points there. Uh, one is that, yeah, haters are everywhere. <laughs> Resistance is there to change is, is global. Uh, the other really cool thing that you did that you talked about there was, uh, was, you know, really engaging people who are not already considered cyclists, people who are avid bike riders. Uh, Eloisa, to close us out, why don't you kind of share from your perspective, just that how do we get more And this is globally, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, just Brazil, uh, in general, but we've got an international audience here, people tuning in from all around the globe. How do we get more women writing who may not be writing now?
2: Nice. Just to point here is that uh, when I started working in Aru, I really didn't cycle. I was like, okay, I don't have to cycle, but not something that I do every day. And what I think is nice about it is that when you get closer to it, I, I I cycle much more now than I was cycling when I started working in the institution. So... This is something that I, I think it's also important because when we, we, we get close to, to, to the importance of the bike or the benefits of the bike, it's also something that makes you want to use more. Of it. So just point it. And what I think it's important to bring more women to the, to the women in cycling is that, I think it's important to create programs that understand this gender inequality, but not the gender one, just of it. Because when we talk about like, it's something that I, I, I always say is that when we talk about context with social of social inequality, that is something that's not just related to Brazil, but also the global soul and other countries is that we have to understand uh, that it's not about just the gender agenda, but also the race agenda and other inequalities so if you want to find to fight against it it's important to understand all the topics related and it's something that we try to do in aro so when you we open a course and we got the applications we we try always to think about all these inequalities and bring more people in our courses and also in the team i think and yeah i think it's important to think to think in this really intersectional agenda. And just to mention, uh, this is also when I was in Valley City, I we got the sponsorship of the Dutch Cycle Embassy and what we were talking to them some weeks ago and we also have an article published together is that it's really important to bring organizations of the global south to this kind of event because of it, because we have this context that are totally different from Germany or other countries of the global north. And I think the way we deal with it is also is like a new technology. It's like it's something really new. And this is really important to bring That's for example, in Aero, when they send bicycle not just as a means of, means of transport, but also as a means of education, as we talk about zero little wheel, or culture as bike art or... Social entrepreneurship, yeah. Well, it's it's a big range of possibilities and I think it's also important.
0: I love that. What a fascinating program you all have there. I am so delighted that we had this opportunity to chat and so delighted you had that opportunity, Eloisa, to 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 attend Velo City. It is incredibly important that the Global South does have this, this uh, opportunity to, to say, hey, what about us? We're, we're doing this too. And it's so encouraging to see the, the great work that you all are doing and, uh, and, and that you had that opportunity in that platform at Fellow City in Leipzig, Germany. Thank you both so much for joining me on the Active Towns podcast. This has been an absolute joy and pleasure. I can't wait to come down and visit you.
1: Thank you, John, and um, please come and, come visit us, we will have a lot of bike art festivals and we also have the Bicicultura, it's a festival from UCB, that's the Brazilian Major Psycho Activist Organization, and also uh, something that we like to reinforce is the, the importance like that, cycling embassy did to support us, but also the bicycle market support more the organization and uh, people who works with bicycle. And at our site, we uh, that's a button, call it donated. So if you want to, or who was who is watching or listening to us, can make a donation. We have a with uh, kids playing, like the marbles and other plans that you can choose. And also congratulations, John, for the Activity of podcast. And for us, it's very important to see new medias and new people and more people talking about bicycle. And for us in Brazil, it's also very important to show that we are uh, part from a... Uh, international podcast and we present our job so thank you a lot and congrats i love your channel too
2: thank you john and yeah it's also a pleasure for us to to share our experiences in your podcast and yeah please come visit us i think we also have next year the world bicycle forum here in brazil it will be in brasilia so welcome (laughs) always welcome
0: Hey, thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please give it a thumbs up, (laughs) leave a comment down below and share it with a friend. And if you have not done so already, be honored to have you subscribe to the Active Towns channel. Just click on that subscription button down below. And if you are enjoying the Active Towns channel, please consider becoming an Active Towns ambassador. Uh, It's easy to do so. Just head on over to the Active Towns website where you can click on the support button. We've got multiple options out there, Including uh, Patreon, buy me a coffee, and even leaving a donation for the nonprofit. Uh, oh, and you can also access the Active Town store from the website there. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, this is John signing off by wishing you much activity, health, and happiness. Cheers.